When it comes to mornings, Wendy's is always the right choice. And now that our honey butter chicken biscuit is $1.99, it's easy to steer clear of bad breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. A la carte only, not valid in a combo. Try to avoid the yes, but no. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points Podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And just before, Haddon Robinson and Scott Gibson give us this week's Preaching Point. I want to let you know about our upcoming National Preaching Conference, which will be held September 6th and 7th. The theme of this year's conference is the sufficiency of Christ. And it will certainly be a time of refreshment and challenge as you listen to and interact with a great lineup of speakers, including Walt Kaiser and Kevin DeYoung and David Wells and more. For more information about the National Preaching Conference, September 6th and 7th, and to register for the conference, visit our website at gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. That's gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. Now let's listen as Haddon Robinson and Scott Gibson give us this week's preaching point. When we preach our sermons, we want our listeners to be motivated by what we have to say, but they may not be motivated to do what we have to say. And so as a preacher, what we want to avoid is the yes, but, no attitude of our listeners. It's always there. It's hard for people to change. And they may at 1255, 11.55 through your sermon, they may be thinking, yeah, I'd like to do that. But then that afternoon they've lost it. <laughs> and it's true with them, it's true with us. Yes. If I could live by all the good intentions that swept through my mind, I'd really be a, a great saint. Right. <laughs> As I, it is, yeah. I think big, but I act small. Well, it's like the hymn, Prone to Wonder, Lord, I Feel It. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my favorite hymn, and it, because it's true. Mm. You try to motivate a congregation. But I find it seldom does one sermon do it if I'm really thinking of a change of life. But there are several things I want to do in a sermon. Sometimes uh, my purpose is to inform people. It does help them to understand certain great truths of the Bible. That's the, in a way, the easiest thing to do to help inform. And then uh, sometimes I want them to feel something if they feel identity with the hero in the Bible. They, they sense, yeah, I, I really want to do that. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better mother. I really want to be a better friend. That helps. And it helps if I really feel it for you to give me something to do. Mm. If you want me to be a good friend for the rest of my life, forget it. <laughs> but if you say, maybe there's somebody that you know and you know well You've been friends, but it's cooled off. It's just one of those things that happen. Today, go home, pick up the phone and call them, or drop them a note and tell them you were thinking about them. I find if I can get them to do the small thing in that afternoon, there's a better chance to do the big thing <laughs> next week. Because yeah, it's easy to say, yes, I agree with you, preacher. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Yes, this is a good thing for me, but... I'm tired. I've got a high-powered job. I've got uh, four children to take care of. And so you have this tension that your listeners uh, face as they're confronted with the truth, but also confronted with putting it into practice. And so they may be highly motivated at the beginning, but then 
things cool off because they see the challenge of it. <laughs> it's hard for me to be angry at them because I do that all the time. Right. But I find if you can give them something small to do that's immediate, it's got a better chance of it becoming a big thing to do in the days to come. So if somebody said to you that afternoon or next day, you said that Christians should have an interest in non-Christians, what exactly would that look like? If you tell them in the sermon, that's great. If you can tell them the next day, put it in the sermon. Mm. <laughs> Give them something to do tomorrow. And don't expect life change. <laughs> Try to get some small change. And it can lead to big change. At least that's my experience. Yeah, because it's basically more baby steps than giant leaps. And so by doing that, we try to avoid the yes, but no. Yeah, thank you, Scott and Haddon, for this week's Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. And once again, don't forget to register for our upcoming National Preaching Conference this fall. September 6 and 7, you can register and find out more information online at gordonconwell.edu slash preaching. All right, I'm Brian Hedinga. Thanks for listening this week to Preaching Points. One hundred fifty years of Children's National Hospital. One hundred fifty years of groundbreaking research, of exceptional health care for kids, of helping families like mine and yours. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's in the way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants.